Hello everybody, welcome back to Not Another Isekai. I'm Tyler, and today we got a special episode. Um, finally, this season is ending. I mean, that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, the season was a pretty good season so far. We still have a couple more weeks of that. Finishing a lot of stuff up, though. Uh, most shows have their... Actually, when this comes out, I'll have finished a bunch of shows. And uh, only a few more left, really. But it's coming to an end, and that's always exciting. Not only because we see the ending to a lot of these shows, right? Uh, but also, we know that there's a beginning to a next season. So, last time, last season... I guess this season I did a winter 2023 preview and now I'm going to do it for spring as well. We got a little spring 2023 preview. Um doing it a little differently though. Last time I think I went through pretty much every show that's coming out and I kind of was like yay or nay on each one. Um I'm not going to do that this time uh, cuz it's just I don't know, it's just worthless. <laughs> Especially because there's, there's so many shows that are clearly a no and I have nothing to say. So, I instead went through this a little early and I picked through all the ones that are a yay for me and I'm going to purely talk about those instead of talking about shows that I have no interest in because that's not fun or cool. <laughs> um, so instead we're going to spend a little bit more time on each of the shows that are good and I do plan on watching. Obviously, like always... Um, this could change, you know, certain shows could you get dropped, certain shows get added. Uh, but this is how I'm feeling right now, uh, right on the tail end of winter 2023. Um, so, let's just start then, huh? So first up, um, and these are in no particular order. I mean, I guess these are in the order that my anime list puts them, and I think that's in uh, popularity, so like number of members. Um, so that's just the order that I, I pick them in, because that's what they have them in. First, we got Demon Slayer, uh, the Swordsmith Village arc, otherwise known as Season 3 of Demon Slayer. Um, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, I know there are a lot of people out there that have gripes about the Demon Slayer show. Uh, they say it's overrated, overhyped, all that good stuff. Um, but I, I love it. You know, like, the animation is incredible. I know that's, like, the one thing that I think everyone agrees on is that, um, is that Ufotable just, just went just <laughs> absolutely filthy with the, with the animation you know so i mean i love that big big animation uh like tech side of things big big fan of that on my end um so i love that but the story's cool too the characters are cool you know i like the sort of like flow that they have with the show so far where it does seem like every season they're like focusing on different members of the Ooh, what's what, what's the name of those of those people called like Hashira or something <laughs> um you know all, all like the legendary the like little exclusive club of uh the best swordsmith demon slayers there are um you know so it seems like every season they're kind of focusing on a couple different ones because um, they did that last season right with the with like the, the the nighttime district arc or whatever it was um I thought that was really cool, and so this time I guess they're doing it again with these two characters here, um, the pink and green haired girl, which I know people love, and then the blue haired guy that's uh, that's super like quiet to himself sort of thing, um, sort of has like the water stuff similar to what uh, Tanjiro does, 
So again, I don't really know. They don't even have a synopsis here, which is just says here's the arc. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it because even last season, like we saw a bunch of cool stuff, and you know, especially uh, what's her name? Uh, should be right here. Why is she not one of the first characters listed? <laughs> The, the sister, Nezuko, right? Nezuko. Um, where she, like, got, like, crazy. She started, like, fight. She started, like, use her powers a little bit. She's still not in full control of them, to my knowledge. She started to go a little crazy with it. Um, but, yeah, that, that was really cool. Um, and then didn't... Did the guy die? Did the Demon Slayer guy die at the end? I mean, we did have the train arc where our like fire guy he died right which was really sad uh but the other guy the guy with like the headband he didn't die though right he lived yeah, yeah, yeah. okay but then also they're good at like weaving in the story of like well we're still trying to find that one dude uh muzan muzan right here uh, we're still you know we're still trying to find him and uh still trying to get nezco oh she's right here i didn't recognize her um it's a weird picture of her um trying to get Nezuko to be a human I imagine I haven't read the manga I feel like at some point it's gonna be like oh we've Nezuko has figured out how to be a demon and a human at the same time and she's okay with it she loves it or whatever you know I imagine that's like you know how like shonens go <laughs> I could totally see the shonen being like oh no she loves it um she doesn't talk though which is weird I mean I know she's young I wonder if we'll see that, if like she'll grow up and be like, oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person now. I use my words. Mitsuri and Muichiro. Those are the two people's names. Gotcha. Okay, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this. I mean, I think everyone is. This is, you know, again, the most <laughs> the most added show this season. Um, it's it's going to be a banger, right? Clearly. Um, so let's see. Next, we got... Dr. Stone, A New World, this is season two, season three, right? Yeah, because the last one was the uh, the Stone Wars, right? Uh, New World, yeah, so I did recently watch the OVA that came up before this. Because, um, you know, because I'd never watched, I mean, OVAs for me, unless it's a show that I'm like super, super into, I don't usually catch the OVAs in time. Uh, well, even that's not true. There, there are some shows that are like my favorite shows of all time that still have OVAs that I haven't watched yet. <laughs> I just keep putting them off. Um, probably because when the OVA is over, then usually that means the show's over. Um, especially for some of my favorite shows that uh, are not getting another season. But yeah, I do remember that. And they were doing like currency. Like they they, they introduced cash money into the world, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> this is this is the this is the end of mankind right here. You know, because money and currency, I feel like that is a uh, that is a poison. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the first couple seasons of this show. I don't think it's like the best show ever, but I think as long as it keeps knowing what it is, like, I don't know. It is just like, <laughs> it's just like a dumb isekai. Well, sort of, you know, it's, a, it's isekai in spirit. It's not actually an isekai. They didn't really get transferred, uh, uh, sent to another world. They're still on the same world, the same earth. Um, but it is like isekai in spirit, right? Because, what was it, like a thousand years or something that, that they were in the stone for before uh, Senku woke up? Um, but it just looks like a dumb isekai that, 
as like science in. I don't know how accurate the science is. I mean, I did pretty well in like science subjects in school, but I, I don't know how accurate this is and how <laughs> uh, I'm imagining not fully, but maybe. And uh, it, you know, it is just like a a collectathon, like those old Nintendo 64 games where it's just like, yeah, our our game is just you jump around and you 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 jump on enemies and then you collect a million different types of coins and puzzle pieces and stickers and all that stuff and then that's how you weed the game and so that's kind of what dr stone is where it's like yeah I, I you know i don't really know what their overall like goal is i mean i, I mean i suppose just like revive civilization um but you know, then we did have some weird stuff with like the moon and everything and i was like there's some space stuff here that's strange um but yeah I, I, again like i don't really think you know you know aside from the very obvious like just grand you know the the most grand goal you could possibly have which is we're just going to restart earth um you know i don't really think it needs to be more than that i think it just needs to be fun and have like dumb like quirky moments you know getting introduced to new characters um you know slight levels of conflict i don't think they they really need anything crazy for it um i don't know that we're really gonna have because you know we did the stone wars but that wasn't like it wasn't like war war you know it wasn't like thousands dead <laughs> you know children have lost their parents like it wasn't anything like too crazy it was just like you know these two people who, who who disagreed with each other's methods and so they were trying to vie for all the different resources um which on a small scale is obviously a war <laughs> but like you know it, you know it wasn't like bloodshed right and so i don't you know, I don't think they really need to do anything like that i think it is just i don't know i i just have fun watching them create things and be like oh okay we need a plane what are we gonna do to get a plane okay here's all the steps to get a plane and here's all the the fun little moments that that happen leading up to it and uh yeah that's really all it has to be again i don't know a new world that that, that sort of assumes that they are really gonna crack it wide open um because it did just like master they mastered so many things like phones they, they really got going crazy um like uh sea travel right um almost like gps <laughs> you know it's it's pretty crazy um so yeah so i imagine this this is gonna be very grand in scale where like the first couple like the first season was more just like discovering things we're here now what do we do and the second season was like okay we have some some disagreements we have to sort of uh, you know, clear all of that so that we can all be in one mind, or at least for the most part, one mind, one goal. And so now this season, I feel like, you know, just with the new world uh, subtitle, it's like, okay, now, now we're really cooking. So that's going to be cool. Uh, next, we got, okay, this is a fun one. Uh, we got Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You, season two. So far, just sequels. Because, you know, that's what people are excited for, right? Sequels and stuff. Um, th th this is a fun one because um, I actually just recently... So, there were a few shows here. And I think this is really the only one that super made the list. Um, maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, but th this is one where I saw this show for the... You know, because I was, like, perusing. You know, because... Uh, you know, you know, every so often, there's there's multiple times throughout a season where I will peruse the upcoming season uh, of anime, right? Um, just just kind of keep checking and see what's coming, you know, because obviously I have some stuff right up here 
right in right in the old mind vault but you know sometimes i don't i don't see things or um you know i just want to see what people are excited for and so this is a show that is one of the most anticipated shows of the season um you know according to my anime list which is not the end all be all but it is you know somewhat of a barometer for you know for people's interest and Tony Kawa over the moon. I was like, okay, this this looks kind of cool, you know. I was like, it's getting a lot of a lot of members, a lot of people are, are clicking add to the show, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, it's like a, you know, some you know, you know, it's like a rom com, right? I was like, okay, rom coms, into those, right? Those can be a good time, and then I clicked on the first season and I remembered, oh yeah, I've I've seen I haven't seen the show, but I remember when the first season came out. Um, I remember like reading about it and I was like, eh, it doesn't really seem like a show for me. Um, you know, you know, it just seems kind of generic. I don't really know that I'd like it. And so I never watched it. Um, and it got a pretty good score. I think it got like a 7.9 or something or 7.8, something like that, which is pretty good. Um, and so I saw this season coming up and I was like, oh, I got a second season. People must really like it. So I finally was like, okay, let's watch the first season. If you dig it, you dig it. We're going to do season two. If you don't, then forget about it. And I binged it all in like two days, I think. I think I watched like the first like seven episodes in one day and then the other six or what would that be five five episodes the other day yeah it was, it was really good again like it, you know it wasn't like the best rom-com i've ever seen but it was one where i was like okay yeah you know i you know i kind of get like it had like a cool interesting opening where it was you know and this is i guess slight spoilers for season one i guess i've kind of spoiled stuff already about the other shows but you know, if I'm talking about the next season, I feel like you should know. <laughs> Stuff might be spoiled. Um, the first episode of the first season of this show, um, the whole premise is that, like, they... So, the the dude is, like, super focused... Or, no. Oh, I, I, everything just left my brain. He's, like, he's kind of just by himself. He doesn't really have... No, that's not true. I don't really know how to, how to how to describe it. It's so what what basically happens is that you know he he has his own goals in life, right? And then out of nowhere, he sees a girl, just randomly as he's just on the street. He sees he's a girl, and it like crashes his whole plans. Like again, like he he has his whole life plan out, like what job he wants to get, like what university he's gonna go to, what job he wants to get, um, how he's gonna make money, all all that stuff. You know, he he basically just has everything planned out. From what I remember. And then out of nowhere he sees this girl just on the street. Whatever. And like everything leaves his brain. <laughs> and he's like. I need to be with this girl. And then he runs over to her. And then a truck. <laughs> good old truck coon. Uh, almost kills him. Right. And uh, he, uh, he gets saved by her. And then he still doesn't want to go to the hospital. Because he's just like captivated by her and her beauty and whatever her aura her energy all that stuff and uh there's just like a weird like sequence of events there with like not want to go to the hospital and then her, her dragging him there and then her leaving and then he's still not well again it like minutes have passed and then he runs back out to her and he wants to be her girl he, he, he wants to be her boyfriend and then you know because at the moment you're like this is it's kind of cringe. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep watching this, but it kind of takes a turn when, when she's, when she agrees, she says yes. And then she says, I'll agree to be your girlfriend if you marry me. 
which is like what, what does that mean like marry you right now like you mean like let's be together and live a life and get married eventually like are you are you joshing me and then he immediately says yes because he's i don't know a, a weirdo and then he never sees her again for a while for like months i think something like that oh no yeah i i don't know exactly how much time it was but it was enough time for when i think one of them turned like 16 or 18 or whatever you know whatever the age is to to be an adult i guess um and then he and then she just showed up at her door at, at his doorstep and was like hey you haven't forgotten right <laughs> and he's like what do you mean and she's like we're we're getting married like <laughs> and so that's you know i, I don't want to spoil the whole show i mean i mean that's all in the first episode but um you know you know that is kind of what happens there and it, and it was like an interesting premise where it's like okay then they just meet randomly never seen each other before never talked to each other before and they agree to get married and the whole time he's like there's no way this is real she's like way out of my league um but like you find out that they do really like each other and it's like okay and then and then just kind of like you know you know you get more like the calm aspects of it where it's like what weird situation they're going to put each other in what you know they're married but they've never even like held hands before you know you, you know like they literally just met and so like it's like the like <laughs> it, it's like forming a relationship but backwards it's like okay we're gonna get married and then we're gonna i mean i guess that happens with like arranged marriages right i suppose but like this is just two people agreeing to get married and then okay now we're gonna learn more about each other it's 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 very strange but it is nice um and it is very like wholesome too um and you know some you know some nice uh some comedic moments in there especially with uh his his parents is, is pretty funny um and even with her life too like like you know like her situation is is kind of funky as well um you know especially for like why would she just randomly agree to you know marry somebody you know um, you know, you know, that's like a big topic of debate between both of them where you're like, why, why would you agree to marry me? And she's like, why would you agree to marry me? You know, like, you know, you can't just put this on me. Like you, you know, the same, the same reason, the same reason you did. So, uh, but anyway, season two, very promising. I'm excited to see what else happens. Um, and just really, you know, you know, like I said, they, you know, these are these type of shows where I don't really know what the end goal is. I don't really think there needs to be one though. Like, you know, I just want to watch more of these two together and having a good time, you know. Uh, next is the first non-sequel we're talking about today. The first of many. There's only a couple more sequels left to really talk about. Um, Hell's Paradise. Jigo Kuraku. Um, yeah, I have to actually read this one because this isn't a sequel. Um, so we have... We got a ninja, uh, in a village, golden emotionless, uh, but he was set up by a fellow ninja and is now on death row. Tired of killing and betrayal, he wants to die. However, no method of execution works on him because as much as the seemingly apathetic man refuses to admit it, he does, he does have a reason to live. He wants to return to his wife, who was the reason why he softened up and failed to be an effective assassin. Thus, he refuses to die. Um, and there's this decapitator dude, famous executioner. He sees this and has a proposal for the ninja. He wants him to join an expedition to an island south of Japan in search of the elixir of life in exchange for a full pardon by the shogunate. Uh, however, the island is not a normal island. It's be believed to be paradise. Uh, 
Um, however, the island's full of mysteries and the exploring team consisting of those marked for death might not be fully prepared to handle them. That's that's interesting. Okay, I, I now remember why I wanted to watch this. That That's really cool. I mean, first off, I'm not really showing the videos because that's just, that's just a whole other thing. Please go watch all the promotional videos because I did. I, 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 always, I'm, I don't know if other people do that too, but you know, I always watch promotional videos for the shows I'm excited about because you know when you want to see the quality animation, right? But then also, you know, some of the characters in action, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I remember this one. The animation looked pretty cool, um, but also just that that premise is cool. Like, they're all on this, um, you know, again, like island that's supposed to be paradise. But then there's like weird mysteries there, and everyone there is a pet. I mean, again, consisting of those marked for death. It's like, so it seems like everyone, the, the whole like search crew is full of people that either were going to die, either like be killed, like maybe they are like a criminal and they were put on death row, and now they're like, hey, instead of, it's kind of like the Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's like, hey, instead of being in prison your whole life, why don't you do this thing and we can shave some time off? You know, again, I don't know if that's the deal here, but that's kind of what makes me think of it. Um, or people who just had nothing else in life and were going to take their own life. And it's like, okay, well, why don't you do this? Um, you know, you know, maybe find a new purpose, right? Um, so, you know, so it is like, again, in exchange for a full pardon. So, again, it is, well, no, okay, I guess I, guess I just left, left that for my brain. That is very much like the Suicide Squad, where it's like, hey, you all are criminals, so we'll do, do, do this instead for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're watching Suicide Squad, the anime, but hopefully better than the movie. Um, and, yeah, that, that, that just sounds cool. Like, I'm interested to see what the mysteries are. Why is it called Paradise? Um, is it going to be, like, are we going to, what are the, the genres for this? Gore and historical. Okay action fantasy so i wonder if we're gonna see any um what's the word i'm looking for any like weird like spiritual stuff or like monsters or something like that you know ghosts ghouls <laughs> um but yeah that's that, that sounds pretty cool yeah also just you know seeing a cool little historical like samurai they all got swords and stuff so I think at least like the vibes and the atmosphere of the show will be will be fun. Uh, next, ooh, another sequel. This one, this one, I'm really excited for, guys. All right, we got Konosuba, an explosion of this wonderful world. Um, not season three, I believe, of Konosuba, which is also in development, <laughs> which has also been announced uh, for this year, I believe. I don't, it, you know, it, it hasn't been confirmed when it's coming out, but I'm pretty sure it's for this year. Um, yeah, so this is all of this little spinoff with, uh, Megumin and Yunyun. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. Megumin is my favorite character in Konosuba. Um, she's great, right? All, I mean, I mean, Konosuba in general is just that show that is really, I feel like, the pioneer to a lot of shows. You know, I, I don't know that it's really, like, the first show to be an isekai or the first show to be, hey, let's have an isekai or just a show where all the characters are kind of terrible, <laughs> Um, but, but you love it anyway. Um, but it, you know, it is to me that, you know, it is a show that to me is one of, if not the best, at bringing all those elements together. Um, and I was reminded of this because season one and two watched forever ago, right? Um, very much wanting more of the show. They, it was always kind of like rumored and talked about, but, um, didn't happen until recently. And so 
what I did, what I forgot was I never watched the movie, the Konosuba movie. And I was like, okay, I should probably watch this movie, right? And I think there was an OVA that I didn't watch either, so I watched both of those. And I just I just got reminded why I love Konosuba, because it is just nonsense. Um, it is just dumb fun between all these characters. And then there are moments where you do genuinely feel for the characters. Like, um, I think it was in the movie where they were, you know, where they, like, went back to their place for a little bit, where, like, Megumin's place or something. And um, we did have some, like, touching moments between... Uh, what's the main character's name? Oh, he's not in this show, so that's not going to help me. Um, isn't, like, Cosco or something like Cusco <laughs> from Emperor's New Groove? Um, so Cusco, um, you know, between him and Megumi, we had some really touching moments where I was like, oh, they're kind of, like, understanding each other. And then it devolves into some weird, like, fan service stuff, and it's 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 funny, right? Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for this, especially, like I said, Megumin's my favorite, so Megumin and Union, and kind of being a spin-off kind of series that's focusing on them, um, which, which is cool, because, like, magic, magic is dope, so seeing that, I, I don't think this is, oh yeah, this is a, this is a prequel, right, yeah, because it is, they still have a lot to learn, um, they begun learning advanced magic, but Megumin's going down a different path of explosion magic. Yeah, yeah, so this is a prequel, which is cool because, again, I think, I, I'm pretty sure it was the movie where we saw a little bit of this, where we saw a little bit of their old school, um, some of their old classmates, um, you know, so that, I don't know if that was intentional for, like, setting up a sequel like this or if it was just a happy accident where they were like, hey, why don't we make a Megumin and Union spinoff? <laughs> um, we already kind of you know, have some, some little, like, trails um, in the movie to set it up. So, um, yeah, good stuff there. I'm, I'm excited. Couldn't be more excited. Can't wait for it. When is it air? April 6th. Super close. Uh, next, ooh, this is honestly probably the show that I am most anticipating. I mean, because so far, right, we talked about Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is... We know it's going to be a banger, you know, we, you know, again, if you like Demon Slayer so far, <laughs> I imagine you're going to like season three. Um, Dr. Stone, again, if you look at, with all these sequels, it's like, I don't, I'm not afraid of their quality dipping. Like, I'm not afraid of this season of Demon Slayer being somehow way worse than what it's been so far. Um, you know, same thing with Dr. Stone, right? Um... And then even the whole, like, uh, the the Megumin spinoff, I'm like, if it's just more Konosuba, perfect. That's all I need. That, that's all I want. Um, and then the whole uh, Hell's Paradise, I don't really know anything about. Like, I didn't watch, I didn't read the manga or anything like that. It's not a sequel. Um, so, but this one, I did read the manga for. Um, it's still ongoing. I'm not caught up in it, but I'm sure I've read past what this initial season is going to be this first 11 episodes um oshinoko is there a i don't think there's an english title for this i mean i'm sure that translates oh yeah my, my star um i just call it oshinoko because that's just what the the manga always was i don't think i ever saw it translated to my star but oshinoko okay Oshinoko, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't don't worry about that. 
it's it's such an interesting okay so i'm just reading the synopsis to see what i'm allowed to spoil because i feel like anything in the synopsis i'm allowed to talk about okay I mean, the synopsis kind of spoils some stuff to me i mean i mean even though it'd be spoiling like the first episode probably of of the show i don't know so i don't know i guess i'm not really gonna say too much because maybe, maybe you're not gonna read the synopsis <laughs> And then, you know, maybe you want to be surprised by how this show starts, but it is so the setup of the show, the 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 very base, base, base setup is there is a oh, see, I don't even want to say that. I don't want to say anything about the show. How about that? In, in this episode of a spring preview <laughs> 2023, where I'm supposed to be talking about the show, I don't want to talk about it because I am very excited for this. And if you put your hand over the synopsis like you don't read it and you just want to come in blind please do because th this is a show to me i'm just gonna talk about my feelings i guess for for the manga um it is something that in the very beginning when i was first reading it, i was like okay look i don't really know like the first i don't know however many chapters whatever i was like okay it just kind of looks like whatever uh, like I, you know it doesn't i don't know what's so special about this and then what I will say is this is this is technically an isekai. <laughs> uh, you know, I would say it's more an isekai than Dr. Stone is. Um, not probably like a full, like true isekai, but it is it is more of an isekai than Dr. Stone is. If that, you know, you want to throw that little tease out there. And um, when the isekai happens, I was like, oh, interesting okay, that kind of changes everything. Like, not only the fact that the main character got isekai is crazy, who they are after the isekai is ridiculous. <laughs> and then that happens, you're like, oh, this is the show. Gotcha. Okay, I know what the show is. This is interesting now. This is fun. Can't wait to watch the rest of it. And then another crazy moment happens that you would never have expected and you're like oh no this is the show they they tricked us they thought that the isekai was going to be the moment that that dictated everything and in fact <laughs> it was not um and then from there again there there are some very fun times there are some very sad times um but it is cool and it is really uh, unfortunately the closest thing we'll ever get to getting a, oh, what's, what's that one manga that was definitely going to be adapted? Oh, I don't remember it. It was a, it was in Shonen Jump. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, you guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, I'm on, I'm renting my anime list like an idiot. Okay, because there's one show that was incredible and act age that's what it was act age everyone go read act age if you read manga because it's never going to get a, an anime adaptation unfortunately because uh act age was a manga so my friend raymond um probably mentioned his name before he's you know he's the one that kind of got me into manga and he um he usually is the one like 95% of the manga I read are per his recommendation because he's he's the manga guy um and Act Age was one of them and, th and this was incredible right it, it was a whole manga about 
um, acting. And like, to me, I was like, that, that sounds boring. I don't care about the art of acting, <laughs> like well, boring, right? But you read it and you're like, this is captivating. This is so interesting. And like the way the character approaches acting and then like the way they, other characters that they meet approach acting and like how they, like, like uh, steel sharpened steel and like the performances, like incredible. Unfortunately, and this is my own theory along with other other people's as well, the manga ended when I believe there's probably like two main arcs left. And it's like, ah, oh, so sad. And the reason it ended was because uh, the author, not the artist, the artist is incredible. And I think that she found more work, which she should, she deserves it because uh, she did incredible, uh, in, in incredible work in Act Age. But the author, unfortunately, um, did some bad stuff <laughs> some really really like vile things and uh was dropped <laughs> was dropped by shonen jump and uh, no one is gonna work with them ever again i imagine um but it sucks because like you know act age was this manga that was like it was a breakthrough like it was a huge success for shonen jump um which is crazy because normally shonen jump is like 90 percent like battle shonen you know, you got like One Piece or you got Demon Slayer or, you know, My Hero. And so to have Act Age come up, it's like, oh, this is something different that people are really liking. And, you know, it does add variety. And, you know, it does show that you don't just have to make, you know, Black Clover or, you know, a, a show like that. Um, not hating on Black Clover, but just like, again, like another like battle type shonen doesn't have to be that to be successful. And I, and I think... I don't know if one was announced, but I'm pretty sure there was at least rumors and maybe some leaks about a anime adaptation of Act Age, and like the hype could not be greater <laughs> for this. And then the author went and did what he did, or at least it came out what he did in the past, and it was like, ooh, you monster. I hate, I hate it. So, anyway, my whole tangent. The, the whole point of that was that this is the closest we'll ever get to an act age uh adaptation and you'll know what i mean when you when you watch it or read it i suppose so very excited for that uh next is mashal uh mashal magic and muscles mashal okay i suppose that makes sense um so this was one let's see uh, to everyone else in a magic-dominated world, we have uh, a powerless Mash, who's a threat to the gene pool and must be purged. <laughs> he lives secretly in the forest, and he basically just like trains his body physically, right? He doesn't have magic, but he's trying to train his body to fight magic with just his uh, his pure athleticism, his pure physical prowess. Um, and then he wants to become a divine visionary. We're also powerful that. Has no that they would have no choice to accept him um and so he enrolls in a magic academy and this magic academy is super elite elite people and so uh he's already at a disadvantage and yeah so he just has to overcome everything through pure willpower pure physical uh strength and uh skill so yeah, this one to me, it reminded me of just like Rock Lee, the anime, because <laughs> like Rock Lee from Naruto, that's like his whole thing is that he 
can't use or he's not good at at all at uh, ninjutsu or genjutsu. So he just uses taijutsu, which is uh, just just like physical fighting, right? So he doesn't use like the weird like chakra magic or whatever. Um, so I was like, oh, it's like Rockley the show. But then, you know, I kind of watched the promotional videos and this whole synopsis. It looks like it could be interesting. I don't know that it will be amazing. I don't know. I mean, I, again, I could very well drop this, but to me, I was like, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of see like what, you know, what that, uh, you know, it's like classic shonen protagonist, right? Either the protagonist is super overpowered or they're super underpowered and they have to get good, right? So I think that's kind of what this, what this show is doing. And, uh, looks fun. Looks like it could be fun. It looks like, I mean, you know, it does look like there's some like comedic elements in this as well. Um, so that'll be nice to kind of offset the, the whole like, you know, path that this main character's taken, that MASH has taken. Um, yeah, it just looks like it could be, you know, it could be fun. An interesting cast of characters. Um, and just to see how he overcomes each of these trials, um, through trying to become this divine visionary. So yeah, looks like it could be fun. Uh, next we have Ranking of Kings, The Treasure Chest of Courage, um, which is like season two, I imagine. This is one that I have not as much as I'd like to say about it because I actually haven't. I don't think I've actually finished Ranking of Kings yet. I'm close. Um, I'm over halfway, I believe, of the, of the, of the first season, the, the, you know, the only part that's out. Um, I've finished it though, so... I can't speak too much on this because some crazy stuff might happen in the other episodes I still have um, that could be leading to this, the treasure chest of courage. But I will say, I will definitely finish it before uh, before this this season. Um, and uh, yeah, and then just just the first season in general. Like, if you haven't watched Ranking of Kings, please do. It's it, it's a show that I skipped initially because I was like, ah, this looks kind of boring and i don't really know but like the more you watch it the more you're like oh these characters are incredible um the kind of journey that this guy what, what was his name again boji that boji goes through is so good <laughs> um and again just like the way he has to like level up in the show and uh i don't know it's just it's, it's just such a feel-good show you know i don't know i don't really know what to say about it it just you just watch it and you're like yeah you're, you're rooting for Boji. He, you know, everyone around him always comes around and is like, you know what, Boji? You're a, you're a good guy. Um, you know, he comes from people being like, he could never be king to, hey, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he could be king. Maybe he could do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to watch this. Um, <clears throat> next, we have Loving Yamada at level 999. Um, don't remember this one. Let's read. Uh, so after her boyfriend cheats on her with another girl he met in game, Akane learns the hard way that gamer boyfriends can be just as bad as the offline variety. As she vents her anger by beating mob monsters to a pulp, she has a chance encounter with Akito, <clears throat> Akito Yamada, a guildmate with an afro and no mask. Yamada is unsociable and curt, hardly the type of person to make Akane swoon. Um, however, while his gaming stats might be maxed out, Yamada is inexperienced in matters of the heart, and against all odds, she finds herself moved by him. Making new friends along the way, can Akane shake the heart of Yamada, a final boss, or a final boss level high school boy? Okay, so we have Akane's. Okay, so that sucks. First of all, her boyfriend cheating on her—that's awful. That's terrible. 
with another girl he met in game. That's just, that's just some weird like gamer, <laughs> like gamer drama. Um, but then she meets someone in game. She meets Yamada in game. Who is just seems super unapproachable. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so it's just like two people who met in game. They're gamers, level nine hundred ninety nine gamers, and uh, she starts to fall for him in game. But it'd be interesting because I mean both of them are on the cover of this. I, I have seen shows like this before. You know, it's not like a super uncommon trope to have like people meet in a game. I mean, obviously there's an isekai who you know that that do that, but there's also just regular shows. Um, I have seen a couple of them in particular um, that I thought were pretty good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm interested in the show again, you know, romance, love, love me some romance anime. Um, but also, yeah, like, you know, she's kind of hurting a little bit, but then she meets this dude in game, just like her ex-boyfriend did. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of, kind of digging it a little bit. So, um, and you know, he's like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's very classic, like, <laughs> you know, character types, right? But, uh, yeah, it just, it, it just seems fun. It seems like a good time. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they maneuver their, uh, you know, and, and also, like, do, will Yamada like her back? Like, maybe not. So, I mean, I imagine it's an anime. He's going to like her back. Uh, that's, that's just how it goes. But it'll it, it, be cool to see the journey, you know? Uh, next, we have, okay. All right. We got... I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. So this one, this one, okay. Because to me, and I think I mentioned this before, where it's like the whole name of the show, not another isekai. Um, it, you know, it's a play off of isekai. I've gotten more and more popular over the years. And it seems like every season just flooded with them. And it's like, at some point, if you watch one isekai, you've watched 90% of them. <laughs> Because most of them are just the same and they change a little thing here that doesn't really make any different. And you're like, why did I watch? This is a waste of time. But there are, every so often, there is one or two that come out and they do something different enough um, that's very good quality. Chef's Kiss. And you're like, oh, this was a good quality isekai anime. Doesn't happen very often. But th th this one to me had an interesting premise. So, okay, so it's a, a chance to come back. A mysterious door stands open, inviting a boy who's been brutally bullied his whole life to take a courageous step forward into the unknown. On the other side, he finds a horde of priceless artifacts in a world as filled with magic as it's with its monsters. The most shocking revelation, however, is that he can bring whatever he wants back with him when he returns to Earth. It won't be long before his double life changes him forever, dot, dot, dot. Um, this one was interesting to me because... I feel like that's not really played around with too much with isekais that they can go back and forth. Because um, to me that, you know, that's what it reads here is that is that they can just find stuff and then bring stuff back and then go back and, you know, dimension hop. And so that's what kind of has me interested in. Again, I don't know if it'll be able to keep that up the whole show. I don't know if it'll be interesting. Again, that doesn't really tell me anything about like the characters or what the show is actually going to be. But a show where they get isekai and become overpowered, very common thing. But then they're like, oh, I can bring it back to Earth. I can bring it back to my my home planet. <laughs> um, that's where the little extra bit of spice comes in. And it's like, okay, you you have my interest. 
let's let's see where this goes though. Um, this this could be, excuse me, this could be a, a isekai that that stays, that 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 uh you know sticks with the whole duration of the of the season. We'll see though. Uh, next we have Insomniacs After School. This one was cool. I mean, because this one to me just seems like this nice little slice of life, like character focused show. Um, so we have, it all started with death of, or also with the death of one of the astronomy club's members from this, the rumored ghost of the club came to life. Grumpy insomniac Ganta Nakami stumbles across the moderately rebellious yet easygoing Isuki, uh, Isuki Maguri in the astronomy club's abandoned observatory. Maguri is jolted awake and tries to escape from the scene, only to have a broken door prevent that, forcing the two inside. The two forge an unlikely friendship, leading them to the use of the observatory as a safe space for them to interact. Um, Insomniacs After School follows the Insomniacs Nakami and Maguri's time in the Starlet Observatory as they help each other cope with the insomnia and the lasting effects it has on student life. Yeah, so this is like... This, to me, I feel like could be the dark horse of the season. You know, I feel like every season has, you know, one or two dark horses that, like, doesn't really, like, initially doesn't get a whole lot of hype. But then by the end of it, you're like, this was, a, like, a like a top five, top three show for me this season. And for me, I, I feel like this could be it because I love the whole, like, I love Slice of Life. You know, I know some people's Slice of Life can be very boring. But to me, it's like, just, just like depicting real life. In a way like this is it can be very very interesting and very very powerful so just like again a trance encounter i don't know is, is this tagged with romance it is it the genre is romance okay so that that part to me is almost secondary where i'm like them getting trapped like even the whole ghost thing i'm like them getting trapped in an observatory and them having to like help each other cope with some sort of like trauma you know insomnia all, all that stuff is like that right there is like sign me up I, I want to watch this. I want to see where this goes. I want to see how they help each other. I want to see how they spill their life to each other. Um, I want to see this so bad. <laughs> I really hope it's good. <laughs> because if it's bad, I'm going to be so upset. It's just like, oh, like, you know, how can you not be interested in something like this? Like, again, like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, I don't want to watch, you know, stuff like Demon Slayer all the time. Like, no, Demon Slayer is great. But this to me, you know, this to me can be you have some like emotional impact where you're watching it and you're like you're so invested in these characters and their lives and their 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 like perspective and all that stuff so that's why i i really want to see this uh next we got a few more a few more um the dangers in my heart i don't remember this at all so let's see what this is uh Kiyotaro ichikawa may look like your average middle school student but in his heart he dreams of murder oh, yeah he dreams of murder uh thus it is no surprise that the one he wants to kill the most is never far off his mind the class idol Anna yamada another yamada uh reading alone in his beloved school library he inadvertently begins to rendezvous with yamada who comes to secretly gorge on her beloved candies and sweets though their interactions are sorry <clears throat> through their interactions ichikawa discovers just how much of a ditz yamada is and can't help but support her from the sidelines Meanwhile, <clears throat> meanwhile, 
Uh, Yamada herself can't help but tease Ichikawa relentlessly due to his flustered reactions. With an array of heartwarming daily interactions, the distant bond between the two grows into something much more than just library acquaintances. Perhaps in time, Ichikawa will come to realize that his murderous desires have turned into something else entirely. Um, so what, what's that called? It's like, uh, Yandere, I think, is the, like, murder love trope in anime. Um, I don't know if that's really what they're going for here, or if it's just, like, like, Yandere adjacent. Like, oh, they're not quite that, but they kind of are. Um, I mean, that in itself just kind of got me interested, where it's like, he, he dreams of murder, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> what, what does this mean? And then he wants to kill her specifically, so it's like, you know, again, I wonder if that is the only, like, Yandere stuff of, like, is he just a murderer, or, or is it, like, that, that trope? Um, you know, in, in anime, where it's like, he actually secretly loves her so much he wants to kill her, I guess? Um, and then it also has a little sprinkle of another type of show that's becoming a genre at this point. There's not, and again, it's not close to Isekai, where Isekai was just, like, a thing that happens in anime and then eventually became like a genre of anime um it's not quite that close but it is uh, you know there's this like type of anime like this lens of anime where um one character teases another character they just have their own like little slice of life type things um you know we have one of my favorite shows of the winter season that unfortunately got delayed but it is coming back very soon um, is Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. That's a show where the girl character teases the boy character. Um, there is a extra thing to it where the boy character is invisible to pretty much everyone. Not like literally invisible like a ghost, but close. <laughs> and so there, there's that little extra spice there. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, there are other shows that are kind of doing this sort of setup where it's like, oh, they're in school and one of them teases the other one and it turns out, you know, it's, it turns into love or whatever. Um, so just have that in it too, which, which, which you know, I I do like, you know, especially with the, you know, given the different slice of life moments that, that can happen and, and just seeing a lot of their reactions is funny, right? Um, so yeah, this, this looks cool. Next we have A Galaxy Next Door. Um, so ever since their father died, Ichiro Kuga has struggled to support his two younger siblings on nothing but a small inheritance and his passion for drawing manga, but it's become harder to keep up with his growing responsibilities and deadlines, especially after his last two assistants quit to follow their dreams. Just as he's nearing his breaking point, the beautiful and scarily competent Shiori Goshiki uh, applies to become his new assistant, but there's something more almost otherworldly about Goshiki, and soon Kuga finds his reality turned upside down when she suddenly declares them engaged to marry. Yeah, so that in itself just sounds fun. Like, it's like, okay, kind of a struggling artist, wants to draw manga, all that stuff. Trying to support his two siblings, that's that's very heartwarming. And then I don't know where he gets this new assistant that seems otherworldly. So, like, I don't know if there is going to be some weird fantasy magic elements to this. But then I don't know where she's like, we're engaged. <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's like, you know, it's like almost like the, t the whole Tony Kawa stuff. Where it's like, we're going to marry. <laughs> Oh, there is a supernatural element to it. Okay, so yeah, maybe. I wonder what that's going to be. Uh, and I wonder why, like, why did she come here in the first place? Did she target him to be married to marry him? Is there an ulterior motive here? What's the supernatural element in all of this? Um, but also just like the cool slice of life aspect. Like I said, him take care of his siblings is like, that's so nice. 
um you know i'm sure we're gonna have some very nice very uh very cute moments there with the with the younger siblings so uh yeah looks cool um next we have my home hero uh tetsuo to tozu an ordinary salary man discovers his daughter uh, reika has been physically abused by her boyfriend uh matari nobuto trying to learn more about him tetsuo uncovers matari's scheme to extort money from reika's wealthy grandparents it finds out that he is a member of a crime syndicate with a history of murdering his former girlfriends terrible that's awful uh, filled with rage and fear at the thought of Reika being in danger, Tetsuo ends up killing... Oh, I remember this. Okay. Um, Tetsuo ends up killing Nobuto, and with help, with the help of his wife, uh, Kasen, successfully disposes of the body. Now as the members of the syndicate begin, begin to question Nobuto's sudden disappearance, Tetsuo and Kasen must work together to ensure the safety of their daughter and prevent her from getting involved in a predicament any further. This, to me, felt like John Wick. Um, where it was just like, okay... So, uh, you know, again, not not the same exact thing, but um, there's that kind of energy where it's like, OK, he's like, OK, I'm, you know, I'm going to save my daughter from this dude who uh, apparently murders all of his girlfriends. And he's also part of some crime syndicate. <laughs> so I'm going to so I'm going to save. So I'm going to go John Wick and I'm going to kill him. Apparently, my wife is here, too, and we're going to kill him, dispose of the body. And now it seems like the crime syndicate might be after me. So now I have to. Am, am I, so is, you know, is he going to go crazy? Is he going to start killing more people? Or is this not really like John Wick necessarily, where it is like I'm an assassin, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave a, a trail of blood in my wake? Is this not really that end, and is it more like, more like running and more of like outmaneuvering the crime syndicate? So, it, it just seems really cool to me, like this like mystery criminal type aspect to the show. Um, again, you know, a little bit of John Wickness uh, sprinkled in there, so it just it, it just sounds fun, you know drama suspense Ooh, give me give me all of it you know <laughs> can't wait for this um and then lastly a sequel didn't I never think a sequel would be this low but i guess it didn't really do a good job at marketing <laughs> uh but this is the this is a show that we covered on this podcast i'm pretty sure right uh mobile suit gundam the witch from mercury season two yeah i mean what else is there to say like y'all know how much i love the show this was one of if not my favorite shows that aired that season um again it's uh i forget where it ended let me uh let me read the synopsis a little bit so uh this is two weeks after that incident um right yeah because there's like a big final battle at the end but then they were like retreat right um and Slitha spends her days at school looking forward to seeing me me ah me again uh me on the other hand, is at the headquarters of the uh, Benerit group, monitoring her father's condition. Oh, right, because... <gasps> okay, hold on. I have something to talk about, but let's just let's just see. Um, so the two girls are faced with new difficulties and decisions that must be made. With their own feelings in their hearts, the girls confront the powerful curse brought about them by the Gundam. Okay, whatever. Right, because there was a crazy end part where Mirine and her dad got... Uh, ambushed by a dude with a gun because you know his whole thing was he you know he had to, I forget who that was but he was going to kill the dad right that was the whole goal and he would have killed Mirine to get there right and then it was like oh no this is bad and then Suleta came out of nowhere with her Gundam and just like squished the dude blood everywhere and Mirine was just like uh 
know. Like, like, like she was terrified. She was like shocked. Doesn't even begin to describe it. And so that was like, ooh, is there like a rift <laughs> in their relationship now? Like, they're gonna have to have a discussion about this. I, I, I don't think they did, right? Wasn't that like the end of the episode, like the end of the season, like that happened, and then it was like done, like cut, all cliffhanger, you know? Wasn't wasn't that what happened? Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I love the show. I love their relationship. I love uh, all all the different characters we've 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 grown to. You know, you know, meet and learn about. Um, and yeah, I just love, I just love to see a continuation. Uh, you know, what happens on every character? What happens on Suleta's end with her still being Gundam, all that stuff? Uh, Mirene's end with the father not doing well. She got to take over the company. Um, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to see more of this. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That is the anime season. Um, like I said, this obviously not every show this season. Um, looks like there's 74 shows. Um, they're filtered a little bit. Um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of shows. Obviously I covered, uh, 15, the, all the ones I mentioned there was, there was 15 in total. Um, that's a pretty solid season. Again, this is not a, uh, written stone you know as always there might be a few shows that end up dropping within the first few weeks maybe you know show here or there that i pick up if it turns out to be a banger and i just didn't didn't know that it was going to be um but yeah that's that, that's all the shows that i'm pretty much going to start watching for the winter season or the spring season um yeah if if even like a good majority of those 15 shows are good this is going to be another great season of anime um so let me know what you thought of the season so far or not the season but just like what you know what the season's looking to be uh you know upcoming let me know what some of your most anticipated shows are um are there ones that i didn't mention that i definitely should be watching let me know and uh yeah that's pretty much it uh you know again i'm gonna finish um, again, this episode will come out after the episode this week that would have just aired on Monday. So I, I finished up many, many shows, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, good stuff. That's it until next time. Watch more anime.